0: Welcome to the Learn, Move, Improve podcast. I'm your host, Dave Maloney, and my mission is to provide you with practical information on how to optimize your mind and body so together we can live a high-quality, pain-free, fully functional life. Let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Today's episode three, Movement. Some topics we're going to talk about today: evolution of human movement, movement in the modern world, how we lose our movement ability, how to reclaim back our movement ability, movement recommendations, benefits of movement, and the debate on if certain movement is detrimental. So let's jump right into it. Evolution of human movement. So I'm sure we've all seen those pictures in our in the museum or in the history book or In the textbook, going through school of apes walking on all fours to slowly coming to the homo sapien that we are today of the hunter-gatherer figure standing on two legs. So back in those hunter-gatherer days, we used to do several movements that included... Jumping, landing, climbing, crawling, running, lifting, carry, carry, carrying, wrestling, all different types of things that we probably did every day, several hours throughout the day. There was a biological need for us to move. So we developed the brain mentally and we developed physically. Through moving. And I heard a great definition that might shed a whole new perspective on movement. And I heard it on the Rewilding podcast by Daniel Vitalis, and the person speaking was Danny Clark, who is a director of movement and I believe also an instructor for Movement MoveNat. And he said, movement is the interaction between you, a task and the environment. So in other words, we evolved to move because we needed to complete a task and based on what task that was, depending on what environment you were in, produced a movement that you had to replicate or or produce. You had to come up with some way, example, holy shit, there's 20 apples on top of that damn tree. How am I going to do that? I'm going to climb this tree. I'm going to go to the top. I'm going to pick them, and I'm going to climb down. That simple. So in today's world, we don't really do anything like that. Or I should say most of us don't. In the modern world, everything seems to be a perfect metropolis for us. Everything's designed for human comfort and and low stress environment. So it's easy and accessible for us. We walk through daily life on these flat surfaces and beautiful soft carpet, warm, and these perfectly flat concrete floors. And we take up these perfect 90 degree angle steps. we sit on these 90 degree couches. You walk in your kitchen, our sink is right at hip level so you don't have to bend over or squat or get in a different position to wash your hands or get a shower. You walk in the shower and the shower is right above your head so you don't have to go swim or go underwater or take a bucket and put it over your head. Uh, you come in to a waiting area or anybody's house and, it, and it's perfect for us to, hey, Joey, Take a seat, please. I'll be with you in a second. Hey, Joey, take a seat. Please. Thanks for coming to my house. And we've developed all of these deficiencies because of this. We just don't move the way I spoke about previously. I don't know too many people who run, jump, Roll, climb, lift, carry, wrestle, hang. I just don't know too many people who do that every day. And it's in our DNA to do that. And in today's modern world, this lovely civilized world that we live in, not all of us, still some quote unquote wild village I don't want to disrespect anybody, but there's some folks who are still doing it right. But in today's society, I live in the United States of America. Everything's comfortable for us, easy. And when it comes to children, I, I feel I feel my closest heart is to the children, because the children today are growing up with no activity worse than us adults because it's like us adults have to tell these children what to do because we want them to be safe. But them being safe is sometimes detrimental to their health. So, or I see a lot of children given electronic devices at a young age because it, it it keeps them off and it, it keeps them stimulated so they don't bother you. So schools are taken out Gym class, recess. They're uh, they're stuck in school all day, all day long, in a seat, in a chair, so they can't move. Destroying our youth as they're growing to become this ultimate human being. In the most important stages of life, they're stuck in a square box building in a chair. Does that sound right to do to the people? of the future, it's not right. And these kids, we want them to learn and be mindful of their movement, physically, mentally, we need them to learn, even emotionally. So when's the last time you saw an old school jungle gym? Like your parents or your grandparents may have climbed on and their parents climbed on, your great grandparents. You know, it was literally just a bunch of steel bars welded together and you'd climb, you'd hang, you'd hang upside down you You jump off it and roll, and sometimes you fall and get hurt, which is completely fine because that's how we evolve. But now, it's almost like these kids have no no opportunity to do any of that. It's just not fair to them. Moving forward, oh, let me hold on. let me stay on that topic. like I was saying. So in the modern world, just a couple more topics just to shed some light is we don't make anything anymore. We're all, we are all consumers. Nobody's a creator. Small number of of us are creators because that's what we take up in our career, in our job. But how many of us are just pure app consumers? We go to the mall, we buy our clothes. Uh, We don't make our own clothes anymore. We go to the supermarket and we buy all our food there We don't grow our own food anymore. We don't harvest our own food anymore. Or maybe you don't do that. Maybe you go come home and you go to a place that cooked your food already with a bunch of shit on it and terrible chemicals because it's too hard. You don't have enough time to make your own meal. So instead, somebody cooks it for you. And it's so much easier because it's it, you don't have it's harder to do that. It's a shame. It's really a shame when you think about how easy today's civilization is for us and why all these problems are occurring. So how do we lose our movement abilities? As I said, everything's too easy for us now. We don't use all the muscles in our body like we used to. We sit several hours out of the day. Some people sit double digits out of the day. And the joints, the body, without getting too scientific, the blood, nothing circulates the way it should be circulating because we're just stuck. We come home, we sit down on the couch, And if we didn't cook our food, we eat it, take a remote, push a button and watch TV until it's time to go to sleep. The average human. And I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. I just want everybody to realize what you're doing. So sitting, being stagnant. And it's not just sitting. Us humans or at least in today's society, we love to specialize things, try and make everything perfect for humans. So sitting's bad, we found out. So let's all stand. Let's get a standing desk. Well, really, the standing desk is great. You're in a different, better position for your body. But standing in one position all day isn't really great either. It's about moving, switching positions, taking a knee, switching the knee, Sitting on two knees, sitting back into the knees, crossing your legs, sitting cross-legged, uh, you know, sitting at ninety degrees from both hips, standing, hinging, squatting, standing on one leg. I mean, there are so many different planes of motion that the human body is able to do. It's an incredible moving machine, and we never do it we never use it and that's why in today's world as to why we lost all the ability so how can we gain it back we can gain it back by in my belief trying to loosen up the tissue what is loosening up the tissue you may have seen on my website or on my youtube or on my instagram Showing some mobilizations. So being stuck in these positions for so long has locked up the tissues and the joints. They don't want to move because you adapt to the environment in which you live in. So if, if everything is too easy and we don't have to bring our joints to a range of motion, that's what we adapt to. So change your environment. So first, we need to loosen up the tissue with mobilizations. Second, you need to switch your environment to be a more movement-based Environment. So, what does that mean? So, instead of sitting at the dinner table, take a knee. Ah, that's so weird. I don't give a shit. Who said you have to sit at the fucking dinner table? It's ridiculous. Who said you have to sit when you go to work? If the company's telling you you have to sit all day, that's a problem. It's your birthright to be able to do whatever you want as long as you're doing the work. If not, I would challenge the company if they say you can't knee, you can't stand and be like, all right. I'll double double or I'll do better numbers in the next month if you allow me to move in my environment. So what can you do? All those positions I just talked about. Kneeling, sitting, stand on something that's angled. Like I said, we're not supposed to be just standing on a flat surface all day. Stand on a tennis ball. Try and balance on one leg as you're typing away or writing or designing or whatever you're doing throughout the day, change the environment. So I plan to post a video more so this makes more sense, but make your environment being able to move. Don't stay in one position for any longer than 10 minutes. Switch it up, switch it up. Move more, explore your body, sit in a squat, switch it up. And then when you're out of the environment, go play. Go do whatever, go climb something, uh, just just learn. Take it easy, don't go up to a 25 foot tree and jump off and break your leg. Take it easy, just play around a bit, throw a ball. I don't know about everyone listening but I remember as a kid I used to I used to sit on one side of the house and my buddy was on the other side of the house and we'd throw the ball over the house and try and catch it before it hit the ground. I mean, that's just a, a simple, goofy, fun game I don't see anybody do anymore. Uh, I mean, I remember we used to try and jump over the fence. We'd run, we'd jump over our friend's fence and try and roll over it. And whoever touched the fence lost. Just come up with, be fun. Just come up with some things that are enjoyable. I mean, we are all grown kids. Just because you have a real-time job now and you have a family, and maybe you have uh, bills to pay and you live in your own house, doesn't mean you can't have fun with your life. Being an adult doesn't mean you can't have fun. Play around a bit, move more. You're going to be extremely happy once you start doing that. So, with that being said, those are the recommendations. So don't sit, especially limit no longer than 25 to 30 minutes. If you did that, you got to get up for at least five. Can't sit any longer than that. Change your environment, kneel, sit on your butt, cross-legged, quote unquote Indian style, look up what the lotus position is, stretch your hips. Like I said, I'm gonna be posting a video so it makes a little more sense if you've never heard of this concept before. Stand on a bunch of different textures and platforms. I have this balance beam in my room. I stand on a balance beam. Let's change it up. So the benefits are huge, huge so you're going to unlock all these skills that you had as a kid that you might not have anymore. Maybe you can't sit in a squat. That's our biological human resting position should be able to sit in a squat and just hang out. You're going to be able to decrease the pain. So you might have all this joint pain because it's stuck and it doesn't want to move and there's not enough blood flow in there and and the tissues are stuck together. You're going to also improve your focus. You're going to be a lot more focused because like I said, it's our birthright and we evolved through movement to develop a stronger and smarter brain. So you're gonna be able to focus more. That's why kids in my, and a lot of studies are showing kids have ADD and ADHD because they're stuck all day staring at a board and watching the teacher try and teach them as they literally can't focus and their body's just shutting down and trying to sleep as you sit in a chair. Same thing with folks in the office. You're gonna develop an improvement of sleep because you're moving more. Your body was able to expend as much energy as it should throughout the day, and it's going to be ready for rest. You're going to develop stronger bones by moving more, stronger muscles, ligaments, tendons. You're going to improve your balance slowly. You're going to prevent risk of disease and long-term disease and injury, and you're going to improve your mood. You're going to feel better. You're not going to have as much stress. And finally, you're going to have self-confidence because that's the biggest thing is fear sets people they don't want to move because of the pain or they're in fear that they're going to look weird or whatever. Who the fuck cares what people think? I go in to a whole place full of chairs and I sit on the ground in all these different positions. And people come up and they ask me, oh, what are you doing? And, oh, Dave, but you're the movement coach, you know. There, obviously, you do that. No. I mean, who, who, who said you have to go and sit on a chair in the waiting room? Nobody. The floor is just as, just as comfortable once you get used to it. Once you learn that, hey, this is bad and I feel this much better when I sit in a different spot. Hey, my back isn't screaming when I sit on the floor because that's normal, that's natural. Humans design chairs, humans design beds so you don't even have to squat down uh, or get down to get into your bed. Everybody's be- the beds are getting higher and higher. You don't even have to, You don't even have to do anything to get in your bed You just fall to the side and you're on top of your bed. I mean, you just, you gotta take your life in your own hands and start practicing and learning new information. So the final topic is if certain movement is detrimental. There's a lot of practitioners, practice coaches, uh, movement specialists who say movement, there's no bad positions they're starting to say now. And I, I think yes and no. Um, you should be prepared for any type of rolling an ankle type thing. You step on a tree root or, or your knee collapses and, you, you know, you're able to react quick enough without thinking. You know, your body is just stable enough to be able to, to save it so you don't get hurt. Um, the time where I believe it's bad is if you're doing a, a repeated motion several times throughout the day. 100,000 times and you're in a compromised position or if you're doing a compromised position under heavy load because the body is designed to be in alignment and if you're not in alignment and you do something incorrectly, that's how things start to fall apart. So just be aware of that. Uh, I have a lot of of information, as I was saying, on my Instagram, if you wanna check that out and more videos coming soon to YouTube. So this final thought that just came to my head is, like, if we evolve from apes and we are part of the animal family to an extent, do you, do you ever watch, like, them – you know, you don't see any animals sitting – there's no – how, how do I say this? Like the chair, for instance. We developed the chair to sit. And it's okay to sit every now and then, you know, I'm not, don't think I'm a crazy human being. I'll sit every now and then, but I won't sit any longer than 20 minutes. You know, I don't, it's just not, it's not natural. But what I'm talking about with the animals, you watch your animals, they'll sit on the ground all the time in the most comfortable as hell position. And after they sit, what do they do? You have a cat, you have a dog, and we might have some other animals. After they sit for a long period of time, what do they do when they get up? They stretch immediately. They take maybe two, three, four, five steps and stretch, stretch their legs out, both legs. They do, you know, that's where the yoga poses came from, from my understanding. Cat, cow, I don't know, is there one called dog possibly? I need to expand my learning in yoga. But just watch, they stretch. They loosen back up and they're ready to move again. You don't ever see uh an animal normally develop any problems until they're like close to their last several, li- um, last several years of life. And that for us should be 80, 90, 100 years old, not 30, 40, 50 years old. So just, just a, another kind of thought-provoking thing to be aware of, because we should replicate what they do. Same with kids. If You watch what kids do, Kids are always on the floor, they're rolling, they're playing around on the ground. They don't like to sit at the table and do all their stuff unless somebody showed them to do that. They naturally want to play on the ground, sit in a squat, uh, play with the toys on the floor. So just something to think about. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope I was able to shine some light on today's topic. Remember, keep learning, keep moving, and never stop improving. One love, everybody. For more information on how to connect with me, work with me, or come to one of my group classes, check out my website, movementandmobilizations.com. Also check out my Instagram, David Michael Maloney, or send me an email. I'm always open to answer any questions and lend a helping hand, movementandmobilizations at gmail.com. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from you.